You are listening to a podcast from News Plus Radio. This is Entertainment Weekly. Showbiz. There are eight great films. I want to acknowledge them and thank them for what they did. Gossip and all the latest stories from the world of entertainment. And there's also other technologies and stuff. There's some science fiction aspects to it that I haven't seen yet. Entertainment Weekly, bringing you the best of this week's showbiz news. Welcome everyone, it's Sunday the 14th of September 2014. I'm Sam Duckett and you are listening to Entertainment Weekly. If you're looking to catch up on what's new in showbiz with a weekly digest of only the biggest stories from around the world of entertainment, then this is the show for you. We'll be here every Sunday breaking it down for you. On this episode of Entertainment Weekly from Film, China supports the foreign language Oscar pick, the imitation game opened at 2014 BFI London Film Festival, the fifth season of hit AMC drama The Walking Dead will premiere soon, and the CW's new superhero series The Flash premiered on October 7th. For music, Chinese rocker and artist Zhuo Xiaozhu Zhou releases a new album, Zhang Bi Chen wins Voice of China, and singer Marie Se reveals treatment for cancerous tissues. From the world of celebrities, Jennifer Lawrence speaks about a photo hacking, White House hosts first ever fashion workshop, and J.K. Rowling teases fans with cryptic posts on Twitter. There's all that and much more, so stick around. You are listening to Entertainment Weekly on CRI's News Plus Radio. The Nightingale has become the second ever official French-Chinese co-production to be entered as a surprise candidate for the Best Foreign Language Film at the 2015 Oscars. The movie sees French director Philip Mill adapt his 2002 film about the bond-building journey between an old man and a young girl to a rural southern West China. Among the other big names mentioned were Jiang Wen's Gone with the Bullets and Coming Home by Zhang Yimou. But neither films made the cut because of various issues. Last year, Feng Xiaogang's Back to 1942 was submitted but failed to make it on the shortlist of the nine movies from which five Oscar nominees are chosen. Known as the largest public film event in the United Kingdom, the 58th edition of BFI London Film Festival kicked off on October 8th. Starring Benedict Cumberbatch and Kieran Knightley, the historical thriller The Imitation Game opened the event with its full glamorous and charms. So let's follow Xu Fei to find out more. This war, we're not winning it. If you speak a word of what I'm about to show you, you will be executed for high treason. It's beautiful. It's the greatest encryption device in history, and the Germans use it for all communication. Strong, stirring, triumphant, and tragic, the movie The Imitation Game kicked off this year's London Film Festival with its engrossing and thoughtful story. This biopic is about the British mathematician and computer scientist Alan Turing, who is credited for being one of the key people who cracked Nazi Germany's Enigma code that helped the Allies win World War II. However, Turing was prosecuted for being gay and died of an apparent suicide aged 41. Portraying this talented and tragic hero, the Sherlock actor said the character shares some similarities with our favorite consulting detective. 
but people need to distinguish between the two.、Um, you know, he doesn't swish around in a coat with curly hair. Demonstrating how brilliant he is, he's a very quiet, stoic, determined. Yeah, he's 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 smart, but I think the way that he has to operate as an outsider and as someone who is at all different is is something that was very much out of the conditions of his life. And he, you know, as far as another similarity that he's socially awkward, what you see is a whole evolution in him, which is humanising, and that happens, I suppose, in some aspects of of, of what we do with、uh, our version of Sherlock. But no, I didn't read the script and go, oh, this is Sherlock in tweed,、uh, fiddling around with、uh, valves and wires. You know,、um, I I I like the wit of it. I liked how uncompromising he was. I'm designing a machine that will allow us to break every message, every day, instantly. You're going to need all the help you can get, and they are not going to help you if they do not like you. Have you decrypted a single German message? You will never understand the importance of what I am creating here. The film, which won the top prize at the recent Toronto Film Festival, also stars Keira Knightley, Matthew Gooder, Mark Strong, and Downton Abbey actor Alan Leach. Cumberbatch has already been getting an Oscar buzz for his performance. The 38-year-old actor admitted that he was flattered by the compliments. Very flattering, of course, but there are a lot of other extraordinary films and performances that people haven't seen yet or are also talking about. So it's a far way off. But if it creates an interest for people to see this film and what the fuss is about, then that's fantastic because it means our jobs as storytellers is made easier if, if there's an audience for our storytelling. And more importantly, for me, having sort of had some experience with this extraordinary man, I really want his story to be known as broadly as possible. The movie opens November 14th in the UK and November 21st in the United States. The fifth season of the hit AMC drama The Walking Dead will premiere soon. British actor Andrew Lincoln plays the leader of a group of apocalypse survivors, which includes crossbow-wielding zombie slayer Daryl Dixon. Walking Dead ended last season with Rick Grimes and his friends trapped in a railroad car at a mysterious camp called Terminus. Danai Guiram, who plays Michonne, says season five will leave you wondering who the good guys are. She says the story that they're telling this season feels like they're going into the heart of darkness. In her words, a seriously brutal but beautiful season so far. The fifth season of The Walking Dead premieres on October 12th on AMC. The CW's new superhero series, The Flash, premiered on October 7th on the CW. Actor Grant Gustin stars Barry Allen, a young man who awakens from a coma after being struck by lightning, only to find he has become the fastest man alive. Unfortunately for Gustin, transforming into the Flash is not fast at all. There is a layer underneath the suit that he has to get on first, and then Cal goes on. The mask goes on after that, and it's all glued to him. And it's two separate pieces. It also takes two people to help him just to get into it and get it closed and zipped up. The Flash was introduced last fall on two episodes of the CW's Arrow, and the producers are calling it one of the most faithful DC comic adaptations ever. After months of anticipation, Gustin can't wait for fans to finally see the pilot episode. U.S. stage actress Marion Shields has died in New York at the age of 86 following a lengthy illness. The Broadway legend was best known for appearing in every performance of Death Trap during its four-year run, setting a Guinness World Record. She made her stage debut in 1947, age 17, and won a Tony Award in 1967 for her performance in A Delicate Balance. In 2010, Shields was awarded an honorary Tony for her lifetime's work. 
announcing her death, Sell's brother Timothy said, "She was an extraordinary woman whose great love for the theatre, teaching, and acting was surpassed only by her deep love for her family." The Maze Runner is the latest slice of young adult fiction to take cinemas by storm. Its leading man, Dylan O'Brien, although a television star in his own right, thinks he is ready for the big leagues. Like the Hunger Games films, which stars Jennifer Lawrence, The Maze Runner is adapted from a novel. The post-apocalyptic thriller is based on the first book in a best-selling trilogy by author James Dashner, and has taken in almost 200 million U.S. dollars at the international box office to date. The movie stars Dylan O'Brien as a 16-year-old Thomas who mysteriously wakes up in an old elevator with no memory of who he is. He then realizes he's been delivered to the middle of a maze with other boys who have been trying to escape. First-time director Wes Bolt said it wasn't an easy feat achieving a balance between fidelity to the book and a visually arresting product. The Maze Runner was released in the U.S. on September 19th. A full block of Hollywood Boulevard was cornered off for the world premiere of Freak Show, the fourth season of the FX network American horror story AHS anthology series. This AHS chapter is set in 1952 Jupiter, Florida, and spins around one of the last touring companies of physically different humans. The interaction includes a bearded lady, one woman with two heads, and another with three breasts. The premiere was attended by virtually all the large AHS ensemble, many of whom are still shooting episodes in New Orleans. In addition to the name actors, the cast includes numerous members who are physically different in real life, including the two-foot-tall Jody Madge, the world's smallest living man, and Erica Irvin, who at six feet eight inches was dubbed by the Guinness World Records the world's tallest professional model. And yet, there's more to freaks and freak show than physicality. Actors Luke Evans and Sarah Gordon were in Rome to attend a press conference for their Dracula Origins tale, Dracula Untold. The film tells the story of a Transylvanian prince, Vlad III, the man who then became Dracula, according to the Brown Stoker's novel. Evans takes on the title role while Gordon plays his wife Marina. Evans said this film shows Dracula as you've never seen him before. He explained what makes this film different to the other stories is it's the origin story. So they dealt with a bit of reality before starting dealing with the fabulous fictional character of Dracula. In preparation for the role, Evans watched some of the other movies which have depicted the character, but he said their story certainly is different. Dracula Untold explains Vlad the Third's beginnings in the early 1400s and his bloodthirsty rule in the old Romanian state of Wallachia. The film also stars Dominic Cooper as the evil Sultan Mehmed who threatens Wallachia. In order to save his family and homeland, Vlad pleads with the demon to help him defeat his enemies. The demon obliges and turns him into a vampire. Dracula Untold is directed by Gary Shaw and released on the United States on October 10th and in Italy on October 30th. Since Paddington Bear's creation in the 1950s, we've been led to believe that Paddington is a cute, marmalade-loving Peruvian bear with impeccable manners. Is it true? Let's follow Chihuahuan to have a listen to what the star of the new big-screen movie Paddington has to say. The answer of that question is not so, according to Hugh Bonneville, who stars in the movie Paddington, who got his fame in Downton Abbey for his role as the Earl Robert Crowley. He jokes. Yes, I mean he was initially quite tricky to to work with because、um, I'd had I saw in the contract、uh, that you know you can't look him in the eye before midday. And once he's had his first hit of marmalade, it takes him hours to really come down from that. And、uh, so the early hours of filming, particularly you know around lunchtime, were quite tough. Publicists do a hell of a lot of work, and they make out that he's this sweet, cuddly thing. You know, he's a nightmare. He can be a bit of a bully, but、uh, but the nice, the nicer, sweeter side of him is charming.、Uh, and I think, like any 
creature who walks this earth. There are good things and bad things. Uh, with him, they're mainly good. Grizzly, not particularly. Mind you, I haven't seen him in the mornings. <coughs> and it seems that Paddington's marmalade habit has gotten a bit out of control. Going into his trailer, you know, at the end of a, of a working day was quite hideous sometimes. Just to see the jars everywhere on the floor, and and, the, and he never used the crusts. You know, it was always he and he insisted on having his his marmalade sandwiches. Not like in the stories. Not like you hear that he just likes his marmalade. He was quite fussy on set. Um, but that aside, um, you know, he his his, um, uh, he, his nails are very well clipped. Uh, and so when he did scratch me occasionally, it wasn't too painful. But um, you know, he, he was good with the kids. In the movie, the British actor plays kindly Mr. Brown, taking Paddington to live with his family. But the rarest of bears has something else to worry about after he gets spotted by a museum taxidermist played by Nicole Kidman.、Um, but no, she throws a mean knife, and、uh, she makes a very cool, sultry, icy, scary taxidermist. I wouldn't like to be stuffed by her. Paddington's adventures get him and those around him into plenty of trouble, including a scene that took Bonneville up to the top of a tall building. There's one shot we could have done on the CGI up on the extreme roof of the Natural History Museum, which actually we did. The poor camera team had to lug everything right up to the top tower. So yes, we go from the sewers to the to the top of the、uh, to the t- topmost turret of the Natural History Museum. So there's、uh, and, and everywhere in between. So there's a lot of adventure for for Paddington and his friends. Bonneville is best known for his role as Robert Crawley in period drama *Downton Abbey*, and the actor was quick to squelch rumors that his *Monuments Man* co-star and director George Clooney would be making a guest appearance on the show. Yes, it's been fascinating how the, the invention around that story that apparently he's playing a wedding guest in the Christmas special. Well, no, he's not. He is. He, he very kindly agreed to appear in a charity sketch that we've done for Tech Center for ITV, and、uh, there is no mention of a wedding. And while fellow Monuments Man Bill Murray and Matt Damon may have got an exclusive invite to Clooney's recent wedding to Amo Alamutin in Venice, Bonneville wasn't so lucky.、Uh, his wedding? No, I was washing my hair that weekend. <laughs> Hello, I just need to add something to my home insurance policy. Well, what it is is we have a guest for the night,、uh, a bear, and I just needed some extra cover for any. Da- yes, a bear. Paddington Bear was created nearly 60 years ago, after writer Michael Bond bought a bear. From Selfridges Department Store in London in 1956 as a Christmas present for his wife, he named him after the closest railway station to their home. Since then, Paddington has featured in over 20 books and various television adaptations. Paddington the movie, directed by Paul King, will be released in the UK and Ireland on November 28th, and in Hong Kong and USA on Christmas Day. A silent Sherlock Holmes film made in 1916 and featuring the only screen performance by William Gillette has been found in the French film archive. The film Fort Lost Forever has been wrongly catalogued decades ago by staff at the Cinematique franchise. U.S. actor Gillette made his name as Holmes mainly on stage, bringing his trademark Dirk Stalker and pipe to life for the first time. The movie is being restored and will be shown at the French Festival next year. It is due to be premiered in the U.S. at the San Francisco Silent Film Festival in May 2015.
Gillette, who died in 1937, gave the definite portrayal of Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's legendary sleuth during his lifetime, adopting many of the traits that have been seen since and survive to this day. He was also a playwright and wrote the story for the 1916 film, which was simply entitled Sherlock Holmes. The Radio City Christmas Spectacular is an annual music holiday stage show presented in New York City. The show features over 140 performers, lavish sets and costumes as well as an original music score. It has become a New York City Christmas tradition seen by more than a million visitors a year. The star performers are the women's dance troupe known as the Rockettes, who are rehearsing right now. Liu Shangwei has more. It's Christmas in October for the Rockets. The legendary precision dancers are rehearsing for the annual holiday show, the Radio City Christmas Spectacular. The ladies worked out the kicks for the new performance titled New York at Christmas. Arizona native Logan Reginato will be making her debut when the show begins on October the 7th. I have an envision of what I think it might feel like, but um, until I get there, I have butterflies talking about it right now, but um, until I get there, I just, you know, I expect and I, I just, I don't even know. I, I can't wait to be on that stage. Nine-year veteran Danielle Morgan explained the intensity of their rehearsals. We rehearse six hours a day, six days a week for about six weeks to get ready for the Christmas Spectacular so that, you know, once we get to the stage, there's no questions and it's showtime. The Rockets have been performing at the Radio City Music Hall in New York since 1932. This year's Christmas Spectacular will run until December 31st. Chinese rocker and artist Zhu Xiaozhou has released his new album, We Need a Troubadour. It's been more than a decade since Zhu Xiao released his last album, Trip to the Temple Fair, in 1999. The 44-year-old rocker is continuing his unique trend of being eccentric and something different in the Chinese music industry. Zhu Xiao Zhuzhou said the first impression of the album, the cover, which features a painting of several pigs laying on top of each other, will give listeners some sort of ironic bad joke. However, the artist is not worried that people will not accept his music. Other singers on the album include Sandy Chan, Anthony Wong and Bobby Chen. Music videos for three songs from the album were also released alongside the album. Zhang Bi Chen, the 25-year-old singer from Tianjin, has become the winner of The Voice of China 2014. Both Zhang Bi Chen and Parat from Xinjiang entered the final round. With their passionate singing, Zhang gained the title with more than 60% of the audiences and judges voting in her favour. The reality talent show had its final competition last night at the Capitol Indoor Stadium in Beijing. This was the third season of the popular TV show produced by the Zhejiang Satellite TV channel. Su Rak Khan, the world's second highest paid actor, was just one of the megastars attending the press conference in London Sunday before heading off to the O2 Centre for a concert extravaganza slam plus the tour. Over 135 people forming the cast and crew flew in from India for his mammoth show. The event in London is expected to be attended by 15,000 fans for this one-off event. A special treat for the audience, Farah Hussein and Think Events have brought legendary actress Madari Dixit to UK shores. She will join the stellar lineup to slam her way into the hearts of the fans. 
Bollywood's dance diva Malika Arora, along with singing sensation Kanika Kapoor, will also perform. Sarak Khan is also working on the film Happy New Year, which has a release date on October 23rd. The film is the story of six so-called losers who get together to take part in the World Dance Championships. Little, however, does the dancing world know about their larger ambition. It is a story of the world's biggest heist of a handful of diamonds, all happening on a New Year's Eve. British singer Neil Maurice has revealed that he has received several treatments to remove cancerous tissues. Satellites gone up to the skies. Things like that drive me out of my mind. I watched it for a little while. After cancelling tours recently due to ill health, the former frontman of the Smiths has suffered a number of ailments, including double pneumonia and respiratory infection, but he was not known to have revealed the cancer treatments. Speaking to a Spanish newspaper, the singer said they scraped cancerous tissues on a number of occasions, but whatever. 55-year-old Maurice published his autobiography last year and is currently working on his debut novel. He is due to perform concerts in Madrid and Barcelona this week. American actress Jennifer Lawrence has spoken out for the first time about the photo hacking scandal. The Hunger Games star, one of the dozen celebrities whose intimate images were posted online, said it was a crime and sexual violation. In a recent interview, 24-year-old Lawrence also said she was frightened after the photos were released last month and worried about the impact it would have on her career. The intimate photos have been apparently hacked from an individual iCloud account and were uploaded to the image-sharing forum 4chan. Apple admitted that certain accounts had been compromised, but none of the cases were due to any breaches in their system. The White House has hosted its first ever fashion education workshop. The event has seen fashion industry insiders, including designers and magazine editors, mingle with aspiring designers and students. Students participated in a series of workshops led by various designers, including Zach Posen and Haim Kaur. The First Lady Michelle Obama delivered a speech to the students in the White House. We really do focus on how you're going to get where you're going to go. And that's what this is all about. I know that many of you are hoping to one day pursue a career in fashion, and that's why we invited you here today, because we want you to really understand what it's going to take to be successful. Pointing out examples of once-struggling designers who have become successful, Obama spoke out about Spanx founder Sarah Blackley and admitted using popular brand of women's shapewear. Following Obama's remarks, designers and industry insiders participated in a panel discussion about the careers and educational goals. <laughs> there, there, Hagrid. It's not really goodbye after all. Harry Potter author J.K. Rowling has sparked excitement among fans by posting a cryptic tweet hinting a new project involving the popular book series. It all started when she informed her millions of followers on Twitter that she was very busy at work on a novel, a screenplay and campaigns for her children's charity Lumos. After replies from fans about her work, Rowling then responded with a bizarre message that read, Cry, foe, run amok, far away. My wand won't tolerate this nonsense. Many Harry Potter fans believe the riddle refers to the author's screenplay for the upcoming Harry Potter spin-off, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. J.K. Rowling has not confirmed or denied if the rumours are true, but now plenty of fans are hoping it's a hint that there is a future for Harry Potter. (laughs) 
That actually brings me to the end of this edition of Entertainment Weekly. But be sure to tune in next week for more fun facts and gab right here on CRI's News Plus Radio. Take care, everyone, and see you next week. Thanks for downloading this edition of the program. To find out more, please go to our website, newsplusradio.cn. We hope you enjoy it.